Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Inside, inside Access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. Your master's and bachelor's goals haven't changed and neither has Stevenson University's online commitment to you. Visit online.stevenson.edu. 1057 The Fan. Orioles lose today 7-2. They get the split in St. Petersburg. Let's talk some Orioles now as we head out to the Ashley Furniture guest hotline. Jacob Calvin Meyer covers the O's for the Baltimore Sun. He joins us now. And, Jacob, thanks as always for joining us. I want to start with you where we left last segment, and that's Jorge Mateo, who now for going on two months has has been an ineffective hitter. And today, uh, during the broadcast, Jim Palmer chastised him for not being in the right place on a, uh, to cut off a, a tag throw and allow the other runner to advance. I was shocked, frankly, that he was in the lineup today after the ineffective at-bats last night. Are we nearing a situation, though, where you can't just Sharpie him in the lineup? Yeah, hey, guys, thanks for having me on. It It is getting tough. Listen, he's, he's going to be a player who's going to go through slumps. And for the first couple of weeks of May, you know, it, that was okay after how hot he started. But we're now going on more than six weeks. I think I saw a stat earlier that he has – as many hits since May 1st as Austin Hayes has since June 6th. Um, you know, <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to, he, he can bring value in so many ways, but I, I can't remember too many instances. He's only stolen a couple bases in the past six weeks because he really hasn't been on base. You know, the defense is there for the most part, but it also hasn't been as good as it was last season. And when you, when you compound that with the fact that you've got some young guys like Joey Ortiz, Jordan Westberg and others in the minors that that can come up. I think we're getting to a point that that could happen. But at the same time, you know, would it surprise me if, if, you know, at some point Mateo starts hitting again and he's not going to look like the guy he was in April, but if he can, you know, have a good week or two, you know, his OPS will probably, you know, be back in the low 700s if he has a good week or two. And I think most people would say that they'd accept, you know, that level of production, but it it has been a tough, uh, pretty long stretch for him. And Adam Frazier uh, kind of in the midst of another tough stretch too. But even on the season, Jacob, 671 OPS. He's played in 71 of the 73 games. That's tied for the most on the team. Uh, any concern there with Frazier moving forward? I don't know if concern is the word. I, I think, you know, listen, he was one of the guys in, uh, in addition to, to Kyle Gibson that they were coming off of down seasons last year that they were hoping for bounce backs. So far, Kyle Gibson has obviously provided that. Um, Adam Frazier, for the most part, hasn't. Um, he's been a little bit better than he was last season. If you look at his expected stats, I know we talk about those a lot with Ryan Mountcastle, who's now on the injured list, but Adam Frazier's expected stats are better than what his actual stats are. He is lining out quite a bit. Uh, Brandon Hyde's mentioned that the past couple of days. I think today he got pretty unlucky. He had two really good balls that uh, that ended up in outs. Um, you know, he made some good defensive plays. Um, in yesterday's game that helped out. And so he's providing some 
value there. Um, but, you know, it's, it's similar to Mateo in the, in the fact that, um, you know, when you've got these young guys that you have to start questioning how much longer it's going to take. But Frazier, for the most part this season, um, you know, I don't know if he's been a, a huge value to the team, but he has, um, if you look at some of the plays he's made as a, you know, scoring on a wild pitch, you know, walk off ground ball, you know, there's been things here and there that you could point to that may not show up on the stat page that you go, okay, Adam Frazier has been a, a solid addition to this team. I will say, though, I don't know what his role is if you do bring other guys up. Adam Frazier is not really a bench-type player, whereas Mateo uh, does kind of fill that role. So that that should be something interesting to see moving forward. Talking to Jacob Calvin Meyer, it's Inside Access here on The Fan. Jacob, that, I'll lead you there. So uh, I know there are a lot of people clamoring for Colton Kowser and Jordan Westberg, and, and I know everybody's like, well, what other boxes do they need to check? With these guys struggling, do you see either or both up here anytime soon? That's the million-dollar question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know, guys. I, I, I think, you know, w- with Kowser, he he doesn't have the – the Westberg's been doing this for over, for basically a calendar year now. Like, Kowser's still striking out a bit. I don't think he's been hitting as well since he came back from the hamstring injury. I also know that defensively I'm not, I'm not sure if center field is a place he fits. So, um, you know, Mullins is – you know, could be back in, in – you know, a week or two or three or, or whatever, however long his minor league rehab takes him. Uh, so Kowser is somebody that it might be tough for, for him to fit in because I think a lot of people going into the season were saying, okay, Austin Hayes is somebody that's been dealing with injuries. He hasn't put a full season together. But now we're seeing Austin Hayes is hitting over 320 and people are clamoring for him to, to be an all-star. And so it's tough to see exactly where Kowser can fit compared to Westberg where you've got both middle infielders who um, are struggling uh, it's, you know, Ramon Arias is playing well for the most part, but he's not, it's not like he's hitting uh, great either. And so when you've got Westberg, who's basically has a full season of really solid uh, AAA numbers, he can play multiple positions and some of the guys ahead of him are struggling. You know, if I had to guess it, it might be him uh, first instead of Kowser. But, um, you know, I think everybody's waiting to see is, okay, is Friday going to be the day? Is it going to be sometime next week? Or is it going to take until July or, or are they going to wait until August? Like they did, last year with Gunnar Henderson. Honestly, there's really just no way of knowing. Felix Bautista, Yanir Cano, they've both been phenomenal all season long, but the rest of the bullpen outside of Danny Coulomb, not a lot that you can count on consistently, appearance in and appearance out. Jacob, we keep talking about starting pitching in terms of you know potential acquisitions at the trade deadline, but how much emphasis should be placed on the reliever? Yeah, no, I, I think everybody does want that top-line starting pitcher, and maybe they do go after somebody at the deadline that would fill that role. But um, when you look at this bullpen, I, I think it's made Brandon Hyde's job very difficult in terms of the, uh, the difference between how good Yannier Cano and Felix Bautista is, are versus the rest of the bullpen. And, and that's a big reason why he's – really overworked those guys to win a lot of these games. They've been playing a ton of close games, and, and it seems like any time they're in a close game, you've, you've really got to throw out Cano and Bautista out there. Um, you know, m- most of the other guys in the bullpen have had good moments and bad moments. Danny Coulomb, for the most part, has been pretty solid this season um, as a lefty out of the pen who can also get right-handed hitters out. Um, but I think, you know, getting a reliever at the deadline is obviously much easier than getting a top-line starting pitcher 
Um, I don't know what additions this team could make on the position player side of things. So it seems like getting a reliever would be much easier in that sense. And, and you know, if you can get a, a really good reliever, imagining whoever that guy is, plus Cano, plus Bautista in the seventh, seventh, eighth, and ninth, and then you've got Coulomb there to face whatever lefties are in that stretch, that's a pretty potent back end of the bullpen. Jacob, last thing for you, and I and I agree, Brandon Hyde's got a hard job, but I sometimes think he makes it tougher on himself, and I just want to go the last two days. Like, Kyle Bradish, I think, threw 92 pitches. Tyler Wells was in the low 90s. Why not let them go out and pitch the sixth inning and so you don't have to hit that bullpen early? I, I just – am I crazy? Should, shouldn't these guys be allowed to try to pitch the sixth inning? You know, it's a good question. It's a, it's a long season. I think this week was different because you have the days off on Monday and Thursday. So you're more willing to, to kind of shorten up your starting pitchers, maybe not have them go that far into the third time through the order as, as you would otherwise. Um, for Kyle Bradish, he was great through four innings and then in the fifth really struggled and had a pretty long fifth inning. But he got out of that jam, and I feel like the emotions of, of getting in a jam and then getting out of it mm-hmm. and then going back out for the sixth would have been a kind of a tough turnaround for him in a game that, you know, obviously didn't work out because they gave up, um, you know, four runs in the sixth inning. But, um, you know, when you're going up against the Rays and, and, you know, these games aren't must win, obviously you have 162 of them, but when you've got, you know, a team like the Rays who you're a couple games behind in the division on the ropes, you kind of want to go for the, um, the jugular there and get that win. And then today, today for, for Wells, you know, I think there could be an argument for him going back out for the sixth. But when you're down a couple of runs and then you have a day off tomorrow, I don't know how much of a benefit there is. But, you know, we saw it, we saw it in, in Cole Irvin's first couple starts. He only threw about 70 pitches, and they're pretty reluctant to have him go a third time through the order. But, you know, there's going to be a stretch coming up here soon where they're not going to have too, too many off days like they have recently. Um, and I think that's when we'll see maybe some different type of bullpen decisions or some starting pitchers getting into the low 100s of the pitch counts. Jacob Calvin Meyer covers the O's for the Baltimore Sun. Great stuff as always, Jacob. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks as always. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.